Hi, everybody. This is Bob Sorrentino from Italian Genealogy, and I'm here with my good friend Karen Cirillo, who's um, agreed to help us find out how she found her roots and what she's been doing along with with the rest of us. So uh, thanks, Karen, for being here. So my first question is, what you what got you started on your Italian genealogy research? It, it, it was actually two events, Bob, that happened very close together. So um, back in uh, 1984, uh, my grandmother passed away. And uh, right after that, uh, less than a year later, um, her niece, so my mother's cousin, also passed away. And uh, most of my family background, you know, my grandmother was a, a factory worker in Brooklyn, where my family's from. Uh, so was my cousin, all my grandmother's brothers, um, my grandmother's father, who, who came over from Italy. And uh, they all uh, had very tough lives and uh, all died very painful deaths from uh, cancer. Uh, the doctors told us it was from um, working in factories with benzene and other chemicals that, you know, what happened to them occurred. And uh, they were kind of the, the bearers of the family tradition. Uh, my great-grandmother, who came over with my great-grandfather uh, from Calabria in 1900, uh, both died before I was born. So uh, my grandmother and my mother were the, the keepers of the family stories, if you will. And one of the things that I found interesting as I heard these things was, you know, they, they were kind of fanciful for a little kid. Uh, I heard about how uh, my great-grandmother's ancestors were all um, doctors and lawyers, and they, they were landed gentry, if you will, so they, they all had titles. And uh, that that's kind of a bit much for a five- or six-year-old kid. You, you have a tendency to think that it's all a, a tale being spun for your benefit, and none of it's really real. But um, when my uh, grandmother died, I decided to... Uh, do a little more research and find out if anything that she told us was really true. And uh, then when uh, my mother's cousin died, I, I went to the funeral and uh, my mother happened to be talking to the other members of the family. And um, she asked them, for example, if they remembered any of the Calabrian dialect they heard as children. And none of them did. And uh, my uh, cousin's uh, children, who were sitting next to me, we were all about the same age then, like 25 or 30 years old, uh, actually asked, you know, what's Calabrian? Um, we're, we're part Albanian, so what's Albanese? They did not know a thing about where they came from. And I was so disappointed in that, I started telling them the family history right there at the wake. <laughs> and, and that's how I got started uh, doing this research. So it's been since 1984 that I've been doing it. And I've, I've gotten a long way, uh, but not all the way. I have run into some roadblocks that I'm still working on and um, need access to some specialists in some certain areas to kind of close the books on the things that are still open. I know it's hard, especially when you find some of those roadblocks, but that's that's why I love talking to people, because two things you said that were actually we, we kind of have a little bit in common. Uh, my my dad's uh, father's family, for, you know, he's from, they're from Naples, and they were also sort of, you know, landed gentry, as you say. His uh, grandfather was 
an attorney, and I think mainly because his um, his wife's uh, father and his father were attorneys. You know, going back to the you know the mid or early eighteen hundreds, uh, and but his father, my great great grandfather Sorrentino, um, he was um, he was a pharmacist. So I, I found that to be really really interesting. Um, you know, when you find those birth records and you see like pharmacist in Italy in eighteen thirty, it's it's kind of funny. Um, and then I never knew this until I started doing the research that. My uh, my grandmother's uh, great grandfather, so my third great grandfather, was the was Count Giacomo Piromalo from Montebello Ionico in uh, Calabria, and um, he married into the Cracciallo family, which is, just goes back to forever in, in Naples. So, uh, so I never knew I had Calabrian. And, uh, you know, I never knew anything about the Sorrentino family, uh, hardly anything at all about them. So that was that was really interesting. It's really amazing that uh, in your case and mine, uh, instead of experiencing the the American dream the way you've always heard it should be, where you come over here with nothing and then you work your way up to something. In my family's case, and it sounds like in yours as well, it actually happened the other way. We started from some point of prominence and then actually, you know, became, you know, regular folks when we got here to America, if I can put it that way. Well, yeah, that's true. And and in my grandmother's case, I, you know, when I started finding this out, I, I said, well, why did she come? You know, why did they come here? Mm-hmm. And I found out that uh, her aunt, Maria Piramalo, was here 10 years before. And she apparently married, um, you know, a, 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 I'll say a commoner. At least he, he didn't have any nobility for, as far as I could see. Uh, so that's probably why they came, and they came. They came over in 1905, and my grandmother came in in 1915, and eventually, uh, my grandfather with his brother opened up a uh, an embroidery business in in New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, it is. You know, my mother's family was the exact opposite. They're poor farmers from Bari, and they came because my uh, my grandfather. Uh, had served in the Libyan War, I guess in around 1911 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And when World War I was breaking out, my grandmother told him, you're not going to war again. You left me all behind with everything. We're, we're going to America. Mm-hmm. And, that's what, and that's what happened. Yeah. Um, so what? I know what frustrates me, but what frustrates you the most? Oh, oh boy. <laughs> it, it, it's... There's quite a list. So um, it it starts, I guess, with the Antonati website. I, I don't know how much the folks out there have used it to do Italian research, but uh, when I started my research, uh, it didn't exist. And then as they started populating that site, uh, it, it, everything was very slow coming up. Uh, none of it's indexed. 
So it's really difficult to sift through unless you have a lot of time on your hands. And I found Family Search to be similar. I did start using that. I did go to a local LDS location here to do some research and ask for some help. But uh, that, too, is not indexed when it comes to Italian records. So you really have to have the time to sift through everything to find what you're looking for. Yeah, I, I agree. And, you know, Antonati was it, out there. It's really amazing that, uh, I know they're adding more in and your more case records, and mine, you're right. uh, you know, sometimes uh, instead I've sat of there experiencing the, the American dream the way you've always heard it should something. be, sometimes where you, you come out, over here with nothing and then you work your way up uh, to something. What was, what was in your most amazing In my family's case, and it sounds like my most amazing discovery was that when my grandmother was telling me all of these fanciful tales as a child, they, they were real. Uh, we are related to uh, Duke Teodoro Lopez, or, you know, when their name changed when they came to Italy, it, it turned out to be Lopez. <laughs> the, the princes of Aragon, I guess, changed it to Spanish because it was easier for them to deal with. We're, we're not Spanish at all, but it, it ended up being Lopez. And uh, he is actually the son-in-law of the last Byzantine uh, king of Morea, uh, Andrea, Palaiologos. And uh, his daughter um, is my ancestor, uh, Urgenia Palaiologos. So yeah, and I have, them, I have them going back, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and I, I think I, I think I sent you an email on that saying that, uh, not a direct line back into where you are, but probably, a, you know, a cousin of sorts or something like that. Uh, and that's through that Karachi line where we, where we have that. Yeah. It, that's where one of my roadblocks is now, as a matter of fact, uh, in all of the research that I've done on the Byzantine empire, and I, I've tried to reach out to university professors and, and all sorts of folks that potentially could help me with this to no avail. But uh, I understand from my reading that Andrea did not have any children. At least that's what all of the documentation I've, I've seen tells me. But, uh, the document that my cousin did, and, and I'll get to him in a moment because he may be helpful to others in their genealogical research, uh, but he actually wrote a book on our family history because he volunteers at the Italian State Archives in uh, Cosenza province. And uh, he uh, obtained a document through the archives that's actually the, the first land grant uh, that Duke Lopez got. Uh, the first in our family that, that's written down. And it, it does uh, record Andrea as uh, having uh, two daughters, Urgenia Paleologus, who's my ancestor, and a, another daughter who at, uh, married uh, one of the czars of Russia. Oh, wow, so, yeah. So I, I'm now trying to validate that piece of the story and uh, am looking for any assistance that I can obtain in doing that research. So now your cousin, he, he lives in Italy, yes? Uh, he, he does. His name is Giuseppe Baffa, and he started a little company of his own uh, that he calls, in English it's called Thieves of Dust. So he has a website out there called uh, Ladri di Polveri, and, and my Italian's very bad, especially with a New York accent. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what the use of dust translates to in Italian. 
And uh, anyone can reach out to him at thievesofdust at gmail.com and uh, send him an email either in English or Italian if you want to do uh, research on your uh, ancestors in southern Italy. And he'll be happy to help. And he is connected to the archives, so getting at those documents that you either don't have time to, to find, as I had, uh, because they're not indexed, or that you're just frustrated with not being able to read in Italian, he, he's able to bridge the gap for a lot of folks. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely going to get in touch with him. My most amazing discovery was that I, I when my grandmother was telling me all of these fanciful tales as a child, they, they were um, real. But but also, uh, I'd, I'd like to get him on uh, one of these calls, to, too, uh, so that would be great. So yeah, I'm definitely, yeah. definitely uh, going to reach out to him. He, he doesn't speak English, um, just so everybody's aware, but we communicate with Google Translate. So if I send him an email, and we translate back and forth so we can speak to each other. Yeah, that's that's yep. what I do too, yeah, I mean, and, and possibly he, I could get I could English, get my contact um, on with just him so or something everybody's like that. Aware, we but we communicate with Google Translate. So um, if I sent him so an email, I, I think you mentioned before that you did get some, so some professional help, and and uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I'm assuming it was the he, same he reason that I did because you had a roadblock that you couldn't solve. Everybody's aware. Oh, well, actually, it wasn't that so much as uh, I was frustrated with my inability to get access to the information that I needed. And that's still the case in many ways, because uh, even on Antonati, if you look any later than 1910, you're not going to find a lot. And I've still had trouble finding my great great grandmother's death certificate for that reason so as they put more information up I'll, i'm sure i'll see it but getting access to the older records in a timely fashion it, since i was working at the time pretty long hours was really difficult without help so i i did reach out to someone to help the whole process go faster my one of my frustrations too with the antonani and i'm sure you've come across this is when when they are indexed you know, like if you do the search the names mm -hmm. The spellings could be anything. Oh um, yes. <laughs> it, it, you know, my my great great grandmother was from uh, Switzerland, and her last name is Moa M O H R. And there's at least three different spellings of that on the Antonati that I kind of just found by accident. Yes. Um, so my my final question is, um, what does your family think about? all your research and what you've, you found. I mean, my, my family goes from you're out of your mind <laughs> to, wow, you found that? That's something. Mm -hmm. No, it, it's more the latter. I, I think my family is very grateful that I've taken the time to do all of this research. Uh, my mother in particular, you know, was under the same impression that I was as a child. Uh, all of this stuff is, Fanciful fairy tales, number one, <laughs> because right. we never had any validation of what we were hearing as children. She didn't either. And uh, it, there was always some mystery with her growing up because she she did have the access to my great grandmother that I didn't have. You know, she died in 1959. So my mother did have a lot of time with her to ask her questions. And one of the things you always got in response was, I don't want to talk about Italy. Let's talk about something pleasant. 
<laughs> so so my mother always wanted to know why her, her grandmother didn't want to talk about where she came from or what happened in the family or why she left to come to America. And she always shut it down. It, it was always a big family mystery that she wanted to have solved as much as I did. Yeah, that's it. That's interesting, too. My, you know, my I mean, I was younger, not so young when my mother's mother passed away. Uh, and I didn't ask her a lot about Italy. My um, my father's mother, we always had her, in fact, I still have it, her father's calling card, which kind of got me started with everything. But when I was started doing the research and talking to my cousins that live with her, um, they said, uh, well, you know, Nanny, that's what we call my grandmother, she used to tell us stories that her cousin was the princess, and we just thought she was some, you know, crazy old lady, you know, telling us that, you know, her cousin was a princess. And she was. <laughs> and her, you know, her, her grandfather was the prince. So yeah. there you go. Um, okay, well, I really appreciate it, Karen. You're very welcome. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook in the Italian Genealogy Group or at www.italiangenealogy.blog.